1515 now probably presents the wrestling roundtables, the raw, the bad, the ugly, the weekly podcast where we tell you what we like, then like, and we'll just flat out horrendous. This is your favorite tag team partners, me, Store the Pro. It's Miller. We're all took place at the Performance Center once again, obviously, because social distancing and shit like that, you know. You don't want to be caught in public grabbing each other's cock. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Somebody when they woke up. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I feel, I figure, I give somebody a shock factor, cause I guarantee you, as soon as somebody turn on this podcast and they hear that shit, they go crack up laughing. Somebody, right? I gave somebody a giggle. It's <laughs> all that matters. One giggle at a time. <laughs> anyway, man. Uh, shit, man. How's like the, how's the social distancing been? been treating you bro the same like i said the last podcast um i found out a lot of my life is quarantined i didn't realize how much i don't do i'm like oh man i didn't realize people do so much <laughs> <laughs> you know facts you know uh, so again, i figured i figured out that yeah same thing like i really don't do shit anyway but it is kind of that like, damn, I just can't get up and go do this. Right. Well, I just can't get up and go do that. But the thing is, like, the things that I do, I've been able to do. Like, I go to the store, and the difference is I got to stand in the box while I'm in line. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I wash my hands 95 times a day. <laughs> like, I didn't before, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, now yeah. you're conscious of it. Yeah, now you realize, man, you got a bit of a look. A little bit of some OCD opinion. Right, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't realize. Because I remember at work, I made, I don't want to say I made a scene, but I complained a lot about this one dispenser that had no more um, uh, hand sanitizer. And I was like, I got to walk all the way to the other door, get another paper towel from the other door to grab the handle. And then I thought about it, I was like, bro, you tripping, dog. <laughs> you need to relax. <laughs> but I was saying, I realized, oh, I'm a germaphobe. The people don't normally do these things. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Howie Mandel and shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, it'd be interesting if he actually caught it. Oh, man, come on. Don't put that on. <laughs> that would make me so like, oh, my God. Yeah, no, because that should be like the barometer, man, because dude's I like know. a legit germaphobe. So it'd be interesting to see if he actually caught that shit. Like, what I'm worried more about is being a germaphobe. That that part of that. His immune system hasn't built up. I'm through it right now. You know what I mean? Because this could disasterbate that to like another level. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Yeah, you gotta have to repeat that, bro, because you broke up. Oh, I said, I said. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, being a germaphobe is a mental condition. So I hope this didn't exacerbate that. You know, everything going on, that'd make it even worse. Oh, yeah, yeah. Could be going crazy right now. Can't get clean enough. Right, yeah. I'd hate to see that. But anyway. Yeah. Well, they, uh, they dropping the last dance early. And I said I they should do this. The Chicago Bulls documentary. Oh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yep. The, uh, well, the Michael Jordan one. Yeah, that's I what I was about to say. Is it the Jordan document? Yeah. I thought it was supposed to be. Um, I thought it was supposed to be about the Chicago Bulls, but apparently it's gonna be it's supposed to be mainly about Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of goes hand in hand, 
Yeah, that's what I, that's what I just like. I think people are so excited that Michael Jordan actually doing something. Right. Yeah, that they just go call it the Michael Jordan documentary. But I'm like, yeah, I think it's more Chicago Bulls, but whatever. Don't matter. I'm going to watch it. I know that. Can't wait to watch it. It's about time. They did something. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Especially for like Chicago fans to get an insight of like that last year of the Chicago Bulls before they broke up. I think that's what's going to be hard, man. Like when you sit there and you actually see the inner workings and the information that comes out and then you just like, you motherfuckers, we couldn't get this for another year or two. But I don't think, we were so spoiled, man. I don't think it would have been enough years. As long as we thought them motherfuckers was at the top of their game, I think we would have had to see them lose, like, in the playoffs and not even make it to the finals in order for us to be like, okay, yeah, maybe it's time to just, like, start anew. We wasn't ready. We wasn't prepared for any of that. But, when, man, because we suffered for some years, bro, until we had hope. When we got Jason Williams. And then he had to run off on the plug twice. <laughs> now nah, that motherfucker had to get in a motorcycle accident. Then we had Elton Brett. Then we, we actually had some good talent and got rid of him. Like Elton yeah, Brett. more about like bad coaching too. Bad coaching choice. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Up until we had got Tom Thibodeau. Like, Tim Floyd was never the answer. I didn't understand any of that, but. No, no, no. Joe Negro wasn't that bad though. No, he, he just wasn't. he just couldn't get the team over that the hump. hump. Yeah, until Tibbs got there, and then obviously, really that Bulls team probably could have won a championship if it wasn't for um, the Miami Heat teaming up. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what ended up happening right there. Oh, uh, because even, even them losing to Dallas, Dallas went through a, man, Dallas went through, they would have been tough, but I think the Bulls could have beat them. The matchup was different. And LeBron wasn't, was still acting like LeBron when he, when that first year. <laughs> for whatever reason, I will give LeBron this though. He steps up against Chicago for whatever reason. I think it's because it's that Michael Jordan factor. It's that. I want to try to prove to motherfuckers that I can, I at least consider should be considered in the conversation with that motherfucker. Yeah, but I don't know, man. But anyway, uh, you got a match to watch for, sir? I do. Uh, my match to watch for is actually from um, AEW Dynamite. Dynamite! Dynamite! I really like the main event and the storyline involved in the main event of Cody and um, Darby Allen up against Sammy Guevara and Sean Spears. I like what they did in that match. Um, I like they brought the crowd, the uh, wrestlers who were there back uh, being in the crowd. It looks like they weren't at the um, at the arena that Tony Khan's dad owns. I forget what it's called, um, but it looks like they weren't there. It looks like they were actually at. Uh, another facility that was a little bit smaller, but in any event, I really did like that um, that match. I thought it gelled well. I thought it told a great story. I liked the ending um, between Cody. 
uh, Darby Allen, uh, especially with the TNT Championship tournament coming up. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see where we go from there. For those that don't know, though, um, if you sign up on BR Live uh, for free, um, or if you have Hulu, mm-hmm. you can watch all the old episodes of Dynamite, including this one. Because a lot of people are like, where can I watch old Dynamites? Where can I? That It's free. You don't have to pay for it. So it's one thing. So, yeah, that's my match to watch for. Okay. Any news and rumors? Yeah. Um, so, first off, the Champions Carnival, which is the uh, All Japan's equivalent uh, to the G1 Climax, was canceled. Um, it looks like what the they held like an emergency meeting uh, or a press conference, I'm sorry, and tournament. talked about it being canceled. I said my favorite tournament. Oh, yeah. And um, so, <laughs> this guy. And um, so, anyway, the uh, Champions Carnival is going to be canceled. However, he says since this is such a staple of all Japan, they're going to rework it and reschedule it. Uh, but as it is, it's going to be canceled. They'll probably have to switch out talent because people may not be available. But who knows? Everybody's going to be looking for work as soon as things open back up. So, we shall see. Um, also, uh, uh, Florida went on lockdown. So what that means is we're probably not going to have any live AEW uh, Dynamites, and then we're also not going to have uh, any live Raws, which I think they taped a lot of Raw uh, stuff. But after that, they talked about WWE possibly taking a break until they can you know, start touring again, whenever that is. Um, so that would be interesting to see. Other than that... Uh, I was going to talk to you about, because there's, like, obviously nothing really going on anymore. Um, oh, Honor Club. They just changed the way Honor Club works. Okay. what they do? So now it's going to be just like the network, nine ninety nine, except every live show. doesn't matter if it's a TV taping, a tour show, a pay-per-view. nine ninety nine, you get to watch. That's, yeah. That's a game changer. That's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was like, whoa, that, that, that yeah, because you're talking like Marty Squirrel and all that. How can it's $10 and you get to follow our weights nonstop? Doesn't matter if it's a tour show. Um, the, t- the only thing is, um, and it doesn't, to me, it's not a big deal. The one thing people complain about is you get the TV tapings live, so then you, you don't really have a point in watching ROH TV. But ROH TV is more like an infomercial for you to get on a club. So, in the end of the day, yeah, it's pushing you towards right to the network. That's, it's a big ass commercial. If you want to be for real, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's an hour long commercial. Like you need to get Honor Club so that you can watch this whole show and not bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Um, well, what right. I did want to talk to you about was: Did you watch behind the uh, behind the ring? Did you watch the New Jack? Uh, um, the whole um, you talking about like the um, you talking about the clip that you sent me or the, or the whole did episode? Did you watch the whole show? No, I didn't watch the whole show. The <sighs> clip you sent me though was fucking nuts. Right, <laughs> that dude, I knew. that dude was See, fucking knew. out of control, bro. I mean, we were huge fans though. Yeah, we were, but we didn't we know young. how out of control that motherfucker was. I mean, Doc said at the ring, Dragon Art. Yeah, so watching Dark Side of the Ring really brought me back to, you know, when we were, what, like, 13, 14? Yeah, and is this the second or third season of Dark Side of the Ring? 
This is second. Second season, okay. I about six. I remember watching a bunch of episodes last year. That's how I really yeah. got to know who Darby Allen was, because they yeah. did a thing on Gabe Sapolsky. Yeah. Yeah, and Darby Allen was fucking nuts. He did one spot, got cut. With the he, shovel. Yeah, with the shovel. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, and you know what was, the what was good. Ring with New Jack, that I, I thought it was one of uh, if you if you haven't watched it like Sterling, you definitely need to watch it. Um, especially if you're a fan of ECW, I know a lot of stuff like a lot of the arguments uh, people have were like, um, you know, basically saying that um, this was all common knowledge already, but you didn't have it from a New Jack perspective. You have the facts and everything, but for New Jack to straight up say, hey. Like I, was, I wanted him to hit the concrete. That's nuts. But you know, it seemed like the common theme when you watch it. I, I want you to kind of. Yeah, he was like I was high. That yeah, one was like I was high. He was like I didn't push him hard enough. Yeah, said, but the the common theme and all that is that um, I think every time he was kind of provoked in a way. To be honest, like he never is not. Like he lashed out on everybody, it just seems like something would click when he didn't get if it was communication or some kind of disrespect. He, he was a street ass dude, and he just wasn't going. <laughs> this is what it was. Yeah. But you definitely gotta watch that, like in its entirety, bro. Like just sit down, and watch it. It's crazy. No, nah, honestly, bro, I think I would have fucked that dude up. We would have been fighting, bro. That motherfucker. We'd have to bring it to the streets for real. But that oh. motherfucker, I wouldn't underestimate him though. I would yeah. definitely tell you that. But we definitely would have had to bring it to the streets for real. Yeah, that motherfucker was out of control, bro. <laughs> you gotta see. Um, that motherfucker said to him, he told him, I can't feel my legs. And that motherfucker said, it's okay, you won't need them. <laughs> yo, he told that motherfucker, yo, that's okay. You won't need the motherfuckers. He tossed his ass off the top of that damn thing, bro. That motherfucker was nuts. He was nuts. That was I a crazy ass Remember, I had the tape, though, of that show. And I knew when it happened, someone right. I was like, nobody sandbags uh, a uh, like a, a throw off the West Main. Like, you take that like a choke slam or you take it like a bump. This doesn't make sense. Mm. I'm like, oh, he tased the shit out of him. It wasn't fake. He yeah. tased him. He, he tased him. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. that's, that's why he couldn't feel his legs, yeah, because he tased the shit out of him. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, that motherfucker's nuts, bro. Nuts. Yeah, we knew. But we we've known he was crazy for a long, long time. It was just when you get the when you get that full insight of his crazy. Because, like you said, when you actually hear him break it down and talk about it, that's when it becomes like, yo, yeah, this motherfucker right. was nuts. He didn't have it all. Yeah, what was up with Paul Heyman and picking on motherfuckers? Cause Sabu didn't have it all. Motherfucker wasn't all there. Nobody had it all at that time, sir. Facts. Like true. around the business, I mean, Shawn Michaels went through it. It was just the nature of the business at the time. It true. was just everywhere. True, true. And the WWE hit it a lot better, and the nature of ECW allowed it to exist. I think in a way. You know what I mean? Like, nobody, we knew, like, we watched Sandman get drunk before matches. That was real beer, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's beer still. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, down in, who knows what he did in the back. Yeah. Yeah. But then you had your Rob 
Van Damme, Rob Van Damme. We knew that dude was getting high. <laughs> we knew this. Yeah, but that didn't shock me. That doesn't shock right, me but because I'm like, at that's the time, a, though, it wasn't. Uh, it's not like now. It wasn't me? accepted. Yeah. And, and, and not as much as accepted as. Is what it was. I'm gonna be on the cover of High Times. I'm gonna do what I do. Yeah. But that was extreme championship wrestling. That's what it was. Yeah. That's yeah. why it'll never be anything like that. Cause they just did what the fuck they wanted to do. <laughs> Which when WWE had control over ECW, I think they messed up because they should have kept it PG-13 or rated MA, and that could have been his own thing. I think WWE wanted to always put their name on everything that it kind of messed up shit. Instead of just letting ECW be ECW or letting WCW be WCW, it could have created better television because you didn't you didn't have to change the mold of the show. You could have had your show, you could have had a, WWE, a WCW show, and you could have had an ECW show. You could have actually touched all platforms and hit all fans and had this worlds collide type thing happen. Because you had ownership and you could have easily just said, These this is what's gonna happen. This is how you're gonna work these dates. When it come down to like leading up to WrestleMania. Do you know how good WrestleMania could have been? If you would have had matches of ECW, WCW, and WWE at the time, it would have been WWF, um, wrestlers, just putting on a show like that, they could have had more success, I think. What do you mm-hmm. think? What do you think, bro? Yeah, I mean... I think it's something that people have always talked about. Like, if they would have just handled the invasion correctly, different, but this is not how this man operates. He has a system, and he has what he wants wrestling to look like, and anything outside that just doesn't work for him. Yeah. The invasion didn't go right, though, because they they really didn't have... Because remember, they didn't want to take on the contracts... Of a lot of those wrestlers like Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Hulk Hogan, um, at the time, Rick Right, Blair. but what I'm saying is... Those contracts right, are ridiculous. but that's part of it, though. Yeah. Because that's part of making its own... You can't just make WCW and then throw WWE guys in. If they were going to actually do it, you have, like you said, separate companies with different styles, and you've reached all the different genres, but that's not what Vince does. Yeah. I wonder if he wish he could take that all back. Especially no, seeing like this. That's not what Vince does. <laughs> no, the only reason why I ask that question He's is because been. of of how successful NXT became. And NXT is different from the main roster. That's true. Yeah. See. I think it's just a different situation because you have Triple H in charge and Vince McMahon still has his finger on it. So. At the end of the day, it's still a Vince McMahon product, per se. Because there's things that I'm sure Triple H wants to do that Vince ain't having. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think that would have been the same case with ECW and WCW. 
I mean, he probably right. would have had his. But I think he could have had more. He can let go. This is doing way you can try to control all three entities without having help. Without letting I somebody else. See that. Seeing how Vince operates now, I can never see if Vince is like, yeah. You know what, though? It's not man? my idea, but it sounds good. <laughs> you know what? That's probably why that motherfucker is still healthy and kicking and shit. Motherfucker working so much that he he can't he can't die off, yo. It's like, and I ain't trying to wish death on him. That ain't what I'm saying. But you know how people get when they retire? Now they always say, man, motherfuckers retire and then all of a sudden, you know, they just die. Like, mm-hmm. he's one of those dudes that's probably never going to retire. He's going to be doing this all the way up until he dies. He's going to be 90-something years old, and this motherfucker's still going to be running WWE like he's doing right now. He's never going to let his baby go. I think it's, I think that's the situation we're going to run into with him. It's like, I'm never letting this shit go. But, yeah. Anyway. Um, you got any more news and rumors? That's it, man. That's it? All right. What about wrestlers not getting paid? Nothing going on. <laughs> huh? You said what? What about some WWE wrestlers not getting paid? I haven't heard anything about that. I heard something about that. Um, I don't know how true it is, but this is why it's called news and rumors. But yeah, I know Braun Strowman came out and spoke about it or whatever. I didn't really read everything into it. All I know is like, you know, I think if they're going to stop paying people, it has to stop, start with upper management and then you hit the wrestlers. I mean, because I can understand people are going to have to take pay cuts. Especially when it comes down to making sure that the workers who don't make as much, uh, making sure that they get paid. Because you are going to have, you got to have, you got shit, you know, people doing the ring setups and stuff like that. They're not making millions of dollars. And they constantly on the road and shit. So, um, and they probably off work because everything's happening at the performance center. So, not too many people got to work and set up shit anymore. So make sure those pay, uh, people get paid. I'm pretty sure. Hopefully, they're making sure that those people get paid. And uh, they start cutting the salaries of upper management first and then, then talent. Talent always should get their money up until it gets to that point where the people who get the rings set up and, and uh, do all the other grunt work, making sure those people get paid. I think then that's important. But, uh, anyway, um, I thought I had something else, but you, I think you may mention today of the WWE possibly to, uh, stopping dates. I know they canceled through April. They uh-huh. said they wanted to run any shows through April. I don't know if that means, uh, if that was a, a response to, like, we're not going to be, we're going to continue to not tour, or that means, um... We're only going to do uh, shows at the Performance Center for the foreseeable future. I, I didn't really get what that meant. Do you think that meant, like, they're canceling shows, period? Or are they, or are they just canceling, like, 
the events, like going to other states. I, I don't. I mean, they, where they film is in Florida, and Florida's on lockdown. They can't film there. Okay. So I mean, unless they film somewhere else where they can, but it's kind of the same thing with AEW that I was talking about. Since they're all on, since it's on lockdown, it just depends on what facility and where, how. So they may have a plan, but who knows? Yeah. We'll see. Hard to tell. They they already filmed stuff, so maybe they'll take a break. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll film like vignettes or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? With this coming down, this is the time where you could be like, you know what? We're just gonna postpone WrestleMania. But it's they waited too late in the game. But yeah. they should have constantly. They should have already canceled WrestleMania. But hey, we're here now. And we'll be watching. Probably make fun of it, but we'll be watching. Anyway, let's go through these quick hits. Raw. All right. Raw took place at the Performance Center. Um, we opened up the show. The Undertaker addressed uh, AJ Styles. Um, I believe we did get a match in there. Uh, 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 Might have been a WrestleMania match. I think it was the Triple Threat. Between uh, Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda Rousey. Yep, that was the match. When uh, Becky Lynch became Becky Two Belts. It made sense too because after that match, after they showed that match, we had got Shayna Baszler attacking Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch as she was cutting her promo. We got Aleister Black defeating Jason Cade. We got Kevin Owens and the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Street uh, Profits, defeating Seth Rollins, Angel Garza. And because Andrade is hurt, we got uh, Austin Theory. Uh, After that, Edge addressed Randy Orton. The WWE Women's Tag Team Champion Asuka defeated Caden Carter, who's from NXT. And then we got the WWE Champion Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman addressing Drew McIntyre. And that was Raw from the Performance Center. What was your raw, sir? Well, my raw. Oh, excuse me. My bad. Uh, my raw is definitely going to go to Kevin Owens and Street Profits against Seth Rollins, Angel Garcia, and Austin Theory. Garza. Um, Garza, bro. Uh, huh? Garza, bro. Just because he is Spanish, don't mean they all the same, bro. What did I say? <laughs> he said Garcia. Oh, man. My bad. Angel Garza. Um, <laughs> I'm telling Ali, bro. <laughs> uh, I, I thought this match was really good um, especially after the uh, promo last week from Seth Rollins um, obviously there wasn't a ton of wrestling on the show but this match was like should have closed the show in my opinion uh, I really like Austin Theory uh, I'm wondering if like going forward, although he botched forward, he botched that motherfucking flip over the top no 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 he didn't I was gonna say that he didn't he did We talked about that. No. So what happened was the spot was supposed to be that Seth Rollins comes over and uh, trips uh, Montez Ford. Oh, so but, Seth Rollins got yeah. too late. When when Montez Ford was going, Seth Rollins couldn't get Okay. So it was either Montez Ford or Seth Rollins that fucked that up. Yeah. So... Montez was like, what should have happened is I just didn't do the bump. And just like, no, but at that point, you're already in motion. It's happening. 
But yeah, it wasn't Austin's fault. He didn't. That wasn't supposed to happen. I was wondering, like, like I'm like, yo, he just didn't even catch him, yo. He came nowhere close. But kudos to him for trying to sell it because he he fell, <laughs> like he like he got hit. <laughs> but, but I was just like, what the fuck just happened? This shit is not. This right. is not supposed to happen. And I think that was a moment of like, what do I do? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not Austin's fault. Yeah, that match was really, really good. Um, I got to give kudos to WWE for putting some people together that 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 meshes well. Because obviously Seth Rollins does have a outside of that botch, um, Seth Rollins does have a good rapport with the Street Profits. You can tell. You can tell like when they get in the ring together. There's some you gotta watch it because there's gonna be some magic made. It just, especially when Seth Rollins and Montez Ford are in the ring together, like that chemistry is 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 off the charts. And then Angel Garza is—he's proven that man. He's he's one of the best wrestlers in NXT right now. Well, he might be just on the main roster now because of, but that dude is that dude is fucking amazing. Uh, Austin Theory, I liked him in NXT. I think that was a good call up. For this, uh, for this case, um, whoever made that call, they did a good job. And um, yo, this is one of those things where you know how we talked about, you know how I talked about MVP needing to take um, what's the name under his wing, uh, Bobby Lashley, mm-hmm. being that being that voice for him. Man, dude, they could end up. Because she doesn't wrestle and she but she has wrestling skills that she can utilize in storylines, man, they need to have Zelina Vega running the stable. Like her next pick should be like a Bobby Lashley or something like that. Cause I think she does damn good on the mic. And when the last time, when have we ever really seen a female running a huge stable? Hello, sir? Was that a question? Yeah, yeah, that was, was a question. That a question? Yeah, yeah, that was a question, bro. Oh. <laughs> my bad. My no, bad. I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't remember one other than women, maybe. But she didn't really run the stable. Yeah. But this one. Missy I, Hyatt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this one I think she can actually run a stable, and now it'd be interesting to see if they if they let her. Because right now it seems like everybody's supposed to get along. It don't seem like there's gonna be any dissension just yet between like Angel Garza and Andrade. Look like they was about to um push them into new heights, so to speak. Um, it's a shame because what's name probably was going to become Andrade two belts, but we, we don't know because with the tag titles, because the, the thing with the tag titles, the tag titles could switch hands all the time. They, the ones on Raw, like if the Usos or New Day was on, on the show, then I can see the titles holding, uh, stand strong with whoever holds them. But 
with them not being on Raw, it, it become like a almost like a Russian roulette. It's just you may, but this bullet may come out this chamber. <laughs> like you know, we may pull the trigger, and something may come out. So we may pull the plug and put it on somebody else. Like that's just kind of how they've been operating right now on Raw. Um, my Raw was the Kevin Owens um, promo. I think once again we getting this dude. It was like he heard and listened to Seth Rollins promo last week, and just came back with a, a great rebuttal. And I think if you haven't watched Raw, go back, watch Raw, and just watch. If you don't watch anything else, watch that promo. That was a good-ass promo. Uh, what was your bad, sir? My bad. I'm going to just spoiler alert. I don't have an ugly because, I mean, the show was what it was. There's not much they could do, right? But my my bad was uh, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman's promo because I just feel like it's repetitive now. At this point, they're saying the same things over and over again. It's not, I would have been better off with a montage. Even his 2021 prediction. Yeah. You know what? I feel you on this one. Only because this was the going home show. This was, you didn't even have to have them fight each other. But this was the show that, you know, obviously we should have got, um, Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar stand face to face before the going home show. Mm. And then we didn't get that. Like, I don't know how they messed that up. But maybe because Drew McIntyre wasn't there yet. I don't know. Maybe he's at home quarantine. Yeah, he didn't travel or something. Yeah. I don't know what happened. But if you couldn't have them standing face to face, I'm with you. Um, they should have had. Uh, um, a vignette, or, or you could have had them do like what Edge did, um, what Undertaker did. Seemed like they um, filmed their promos um, remotely, and that's probably what they should have did with this one too. They had Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre film their shit remotely. That way you can cut and edit, and you don't because when you're doing shit online. And when you're doing, um, because it's kind of awkward. Like, even, like, when we're talking, you don't know when I'm asking a question or if I'm just making a statement. And because when you're not sitting there personally with that person, then you have those pauses. Because I've I've noticed this, too, because it happens when um, when I'm watching Undisputed with Skip and Shannon. And I see they have that same... Like dynamic, or when I'm watching um, any news, you know, everybody's working remotely. So then there's always, sometimes there's that pause because people either can't hear, they're trying to um, figure out if it's a question or a statement. And it's like that that little awkwardness that happens. Um, So with WWE, though, obviously you would have filmed it first and then you could have cut and edit. Like, all right, there's this pause. Let me get this shit out of here. Oh, there's this pause. I can get this shit out of here. But when, you know, obviously when you're doing shit live, and me, I'm just too lazy to edit that shit out. So I'm just not. You're going to get the awkward pause. You're going to be awkward with us. <laughs> um, <laughs> yo, 
uh, you know, WWE could actually jump on that, you know, and they could have probably cut a good promo going back and forth leading up to the match. So I'm with you on that as a bad. Um, you said you really ain't got no ugly. Um, look, I'm just not interested, bro. That's what my ugly is. I'm just the lack of interest that I have in this Undertaker AJ Styles match. Just, I'm not interested at all. I think there was a, a point, and I think not only that, um, you know, Edge did cut a good promo, but I'm just, I'm already out of it. Like, I'm not really interested in Edge, Randy Orton. I'm not really interested in Undertaker AJ Styles. I feel like they just didn't do enough to gain my interest. And maybe it could have just been because of the times, but I don't think so. Because I'm interested in Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. I'm interested in Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre, even though they haven't had much um, especially since the pandemic hit, they haven't had much, uh, contact with each other, if at all. Uh, matter of fact, I don't think they had any contact with each other at all since the pandemic hit and they started, uh, doing the shows at the performance center. So it's just like, you know, there are things that you could do to gain my interest, but then there's things that you haven't done that hadn't gained my interest and Undertaker AJ Styles hadn't gained my interest Edge and Randy Orton had to gain my interest. And it's already... And I, I can't be the only one who thinks like this, but maybe I am. Because I'm, I'm just a... I'm a wrestling guy, right? I'm not all about the nostalgia, even though I like the nostalgic part of what WWE does sometimes. I'm not all about that, though. What At the end of the day, I choose wrestling over nostalgia. And if I got somebody like an undertaker who I feel like, man, you can't do it anymore. You just can't. Then you really got to rev up that interest level for me because I can't sit there and watch an AJ Styles and undertaker match knowing that this person can go, but this person really can't. And how are you going to put that all together? But maybe that's what this Boneyard match is supposed to be, is to try to put this together because, like I said last week, it's possibly because Undertaker really can't go. So then to show that he can bring something to the table, it's just putting him in a brawl. Having him brawl is no longer a wrestling match. Because I don't want to, if he does an old school, because that's what what's name calls it, I don't even know the when he's walking on the ropes. Um, I'll be fucking shocked. <laughs> Yo, I'd be surprised because is it gonna be a rule? Is huh? there even gonna be a ring? It's a boneyard. You're right. It may be outside somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to present it. It's a boneyard. Is it like the house out here in Aurora with the bone? Is that what a boneyard is? I don't know. You know they tore that down, right? Oh, yeah? Yeah, they tore that down. Yeah. I haven't been over there so long since Carlos moved, so ain't no reason for me to go down that street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they tore that for down. Our, um, for our listeners who don't know, we're from Aurora, Illinois, and there was this house that had, like, bones and shit all over it. 
I apologize if it was more historic than what I just said. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. Right outside of <laughs> Chicago. I try to hit my, try to hit my best kills. <laughs> but uh, oh, right outside of Chicago. I'm yeah. like, what the. F- yeah, man, I thought you would have picked up on that. Look, There's man. a delay, remember? There's a delay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we'll blame it on a delay. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's a motherfucking right. lie. Um, anyway, my father, I was reading some news that I just brought, saw. I think it was from yesterday, which means it was an April Fool's joke. Um, so, I'm not even going to read it. It just seems all type of racist, too. But anyway, um, <laughs> it did. It just breathed all type of racism. Um, yeah, man. So that that was my ugly. Um, if you get, obviously armchair booked this, what would you change on the show, sir? Yeah, like I said, I would have took out the uh, Brock Lesnar addressing Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Um, Street profits. Uh, against Seth Rollins and uh, Garza and Theory. Um, I would have had somebody else from NXT come up. I would have liked to have seen Aleister Black versus one of the people from the Undisputed Era, whether that was Bobby Fish, somebody like that. Um, I just would have liked to see him go against somebody else other than a jobber. Uh, I just... Think I really think the two's available though, bro. Yeah, I think so like, too. I mean, I honestly, I, I do, but I think, um, but I do think they could have pulled somebody from NXT. I don't. That's a huge ass roster. You telling me you couldn't pull anybody? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't think you got everybody quarantined, chilling and shit. Because obviously, if you're pulling somebody <laughs> from from NXT to come face um, Oscar. Because the last two weeks, they had somebody from NXT come face Oscar. Don't tell me you can pull somebody from NXT to come face Aleister Black. Um, and I think it's awkward because there is no crowd. There is nothing. So to see like him coming to the ring and pretty much just destroy whoever comes in that motherfucker is a problem. And I'd rather you either pull somebody from NXT or and actually have a wrestling match or just not have them on the show period I think is should have been uh, something they uh, went down that they should have went down that road um, it sounds like to me that his match with Bobby Lashley is still going to be on because they was they was making mention of it and they didn't say that him and Bobby Lashley weren't going to have their match so they probably already had their match already filmed it right that's what I mean like yeah. that's why I don't take any of that any of those rumors about what was on and off other than Roman Reigns confirming I don't yeah. take any of it seriously until the show's actually produced yeah and um what did you think of what he had to say did you listen to what Roman said yeah addressing I, it I don't what do you mean like what did you think motherfucker shit I asked you a goddamn question I didn't think anything. I think he pulled out because he's sick. And he didn't want to get sick. Okay, man. I'm like, shit. My man. Man, I just, see, this is the argument 
disagreement I'd be having with my wife. I never look deep into these things, right? <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> brother said what he said. Yeah, look, yeah, I, got, yeah. I just recovered I, from leukemia. I said I what I said. Brother, I got a family. I'm going to holler at you. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> True. Like, yeah. ain't much more to it. Yeah. Being a real dude. I got kids, bro. I don't got time for this. Yeah. You know, I'm surprised he, I mean, look, I think sometimes, man, uh, only reason why I looked a little deep into it, because I'm just like, yo, why are you even addressing any of these people? Anybody that's sitting there calling you a coward or an asshole, whatever the case may be, look, I don't even understand why you gave them that energy. That, that I guess kind of that's how I looked into it, because I'm just like, dude, you ain't even have to do this. And you know me, I'm not one of the biggest Roman Reigns fans, but... I already understood, you know. It's like it's, it's something. What isn't said is understood. And I think that's kind of my mentality. Like, he didn't have to come out and say something to address those who questioning why he's not wrestling. You know, this dude got way bigger issues to worry about than putting on a fucking wrestling match for us. Um, especially when it's not even, it wasn't going to be that long anyway. It was going to be a spear fest, and then the match was going to be over. Um, but even that, you know, I think was going to be high risk for him. You know, that dude, you got to step outside and, and come in contact with people, and I don't think that's just a smart move for him. And I just didn't think that, he should have even wasted his energy to address those people. I've just been like, no. Because you motherfuckers are assholes. Like, that's an asshole thing to do. To be right. questioning whether or not this dude should be wrestling and shit, you know. I don't care how much money he's getting paid. His health. That money means shit if I'm dead or lying in a hospital bed about to die. Because I, have, right. I already have a weakened immune system. And you got me out here trying to put on a match. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, this is that time where we have not one, but two quick hits. Uh oh. Trouble's awake, huh? <laughs> Give me like two seconds. Yep, I already hear it, bro. I got you. I'll give you two seconds. Right. Hey, one. Two. Hey, I gave you your two seconds, bro. <laughs> Yeah, they hit the pause button real quick because I see uh, the Maya princess was going to uh, wreck some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I have no doubt that she was about to be all up in this podcast, bro. Oh, yeah. Look, I was going to work yesterday and every five minutes she's trying to get in the screen. I'm like, hey, man. <laughs> I keep like, Yo, you can't do this. <laughs> I'm working. Oh man! Here's too. Like I'm going to type everything. <laughs> yeah. I gave her a keyboard, the old keyboard. I was like, "Here you go. Yeah, go for do it. Do your thing. You got your own little computer over here. <laughs> Stare at the wall and type on this keyboard. <laughs> there you go. Right. I'm oh, shit. To figure I'm, it out. Put it right by the damn window. Just have her looking out the window. <laughs> See, you controlling everything that's going on outside. Yeah. There ain't shit going on outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm going to go through this uh, real quick, man. And then uh, I think since wrestling going to be off, well, well, 
we'll we'll figure out what we're gonna do when wrestling yeah. is over. Um, just to give you guys something. Do something. Something. All right, quick hits. Mania. Uh, you know what? Actually, I don't have. Oh, yeah, I do. My bad. I'm on the wrong quick hits. All right. Uh, I'm going bottom to top, like I always do. Don't know which one is going to be night one. Don't know which one is going to be night two. The only thing I can think of is that if Goldberg and Rome and Goldberg has a match, it's going to be at night two. If. So, bottom to top, you got the Kabuki Warriors versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Who do you have, sir? Uh, I'm going to go with Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. I feel like they're trying to do something with them. Um. And maybe they're going somewhere. So I'd like to see that happen just because not that the Kabuki Warriors have run their course, just I feel like it, it, it'd be got to create competition. Cool to start a legit feud. Yeah. You got to create competition, you ask me. Yes. Yes. Um, although I don't have faith in WWE doing that. I think Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross is going to win. But because I don't have faith in WWE actually creating competition, I wish the Kabuki Warriors hold on to these titles. Um, next, you got Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Dolph. I got Otis with the upset. Oh. Yes. I think it's redemption time. You don't think Mandy's going to be involved somehow? Yeah, he came in here. He snicked. That's why I think. I think. I think oh, on Otis's behalf. Yes. Hmm. Because she knew that Dolph was coming in there being a little snake. And so... Otis is going to come out on top. Um, after that, we got Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. I'm going to go with Bobby Lashley. This is one of those who momentum does you, do you stop? Because no. I, I don't think it's a momentum stopper per se, but I'm just thinking how WWE thinks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just want to pause you on that one. Um because I think it doesn't matter who loses. It's about how you build them from that. And how you keep them uh, fresh from whichever one loses. It's about how you keep them fresh. Um, I'm going Bobby Lashley too because I think he needs to win more than Aleister Black. Exactly. Um, but we we'll shall see. Uh, then you got Elias versus King Corbin. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, King Corbin. I think they want to get him back on track on being one of the you know, top heels or what have you. It makes the most sense. Uh, I think you can hold off on trying to push Elias at this point um, and continue to push and try to get King Corbin back up and uh, going. Because I think Elias has been dropped down so far that if he wins, I don't think it benefits him that much whereas there's still hope for King Corbin um, next you got the Street Profits versus Austin Theory and Angel Garza for the Raw Tag Team Championship nope I honestly I don't know if this is for the Raw Tag Team Championships I think yeah it is yeah it's for the Raw Tag Team Championships um, Street Profits yeah Street Profits um, I think with Andrade it depends Honestly, it just depends on how they look at Austin Theory. Can he can he come up to the main roster and actually hold it down with Angel Garza? I think that 
It's going to depend on that, but for now, I'm going with the Street Profits. Uh, kind of hedging my bets on this match. Next, you got the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, uh, which it's going to be a triple threat ladder match. I don't think The Miz and John Morrison versus Usos and New Day is really happening. But if you had to pick, who's winning this match? Um... See, I hate to use bias because I feel like I know that it's not happening. <clears throat> but I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, if it happens the way it's supposed to, like I wish if Miz was involved in the match, uh, then I would have Miz and Morrison keep the belts. I think the Usos would have won. I think, um, you know, we always look at these things like, oh man, this they kind of match. Like, who's better fit than the Usos in a ladder match? But we've seen the New Day put on some good fucking ladder matches. Um, but I'm picking the Usos. Um, and I, I think it's going to happen where it's going to be probably John Morrison, one of the Usos, and one of the New Day, which I think is going to be Kofi, and probably uh, Jimmy Uso. No, Jay Uso. It's Jay Uso that I'm thinking of. Um, I think Jay Uso is going to come out on top. As far as this triple threat ladder match. Uh, then you got the Intercontinental Championship. Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. Huh. I'm going to say Sami Zayn. Yeah, me too. Because I don't, I don't think it makes sense to have Daniel Bryan win this match. I just don't. And maybe his thing with uh, Drew uh, Gulak is, isn't over. You know, but, um, yeah, it just doesn't make sense for Sammy to lose this. I'm going Sammy Zane, too. We got Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. I think it's going to be a play. The reason why, the only reason I'm saying that is because I think the long term, and I know it's weird to say that with WWE, but the long term is to have a significant match, um, at SummerSlam, and that be Kevin Owens' moment per se. So I don't necessarily. I, I just have a feeling it's not gonna be kept like the happy ending. Look, you swayed me. You convinced me, and that little bit of what you just said, you actually convinced me because that actually makes sense. The long-term booking of this actually makes sense, and that would be Kevin Owens actually getting over the hump of Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. Because it's really not that far away. But it's far enough that you can still build towards that. Mm-hmm. Especially given the fact that you're going to be missing shows anyway. So you, so it's like when we come back and start having shows, this is all can be refreshed for us. Um... So I'm going to go Seth Rollins too. But by hair. I think it's going to be match of the night. This is going to be a match of the night. Um, after that, we got the NXT Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Who do you have? Rhea Ripley. Yeah, me too. I don't even think we need to really discuss that even further. I think it'd just be a fucking crime if you have Charlotte Flair win this match. Um, then you got the SmackDown Women's Champion, Bayley. Versus Sasha versus Lacey versus Tamina versus Naomi 
in a WrestleMania Fatal Five Way Elimination uh, match. Um, I question Lacey Evans and Tamina being able to hold their own in this match. So, this is the only reason why this match. If you would have plugged Lacey Evans and if you would have just said this is Bailey, Sasha Banks, and Naomi, I'd probably be like, yo, this has a potential of being a match of the night too. Oh, but I can't do that. Because I know you love you some Tamina. Bro, she can't do it no more. She's too broken up. Lacey Evans okay. just ain't ready. That's why this can't be my match of the night. But if I'm choosing a winner, my winner is going to be Sasha Banks. Who's yours? I was going to say Sasha Banks. Storyline purposes, especially if they kind of take a break. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I convinced you from the last time? Because I think last time you chose Bailey. Like, we was talking about this before. Um, when, we, when that podcast got messed up and we was uh, had to re-record and then realized that we didn't even have to do predictions early. Yeah. That early. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we got the Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch versus Shayna. Shayna Baszler. I'm going to go with Shayna. Yeah. Me too. It's about time. I mean, it'd be. A, I see with these times though. This fucking pandemic fucks up everything. Cause like, at this point, does Shayna have to take it off Becky? Probably not. You know what? I'm gonna go with Becky retaining. I just convinced myself in that short little moment. <laughs> uh. Next, you got Edge versus Andy Orton. I said Andy Orton, bro. Orton. I was about to fuck dude name all up. Randy Orton. Andy um, Orton? Yeah. I was about to call him Andy Orton, yo. That's fucked up. That's crazy. Um, and the last man standing match. Uh, Edge. Yeah, I got Edge, too. Then we got John Cena versus The Fiend. Bray Wyatt. I'm... I'm going Bray Wyatt. Yeah, Bray Wyatt. I mean, obviously, John Cena don't need to win. Obviously, John Cena is not going to be on WWE television for a little while because WWE television is probably not going to be on for a little while. So, it makes no sense. Unless you're about to do something with John Cena because you had him for a short period of time, then I can sit there and say, oh, probably John Cena. But it doesn't make sense for John Cena to win this match. All right, we got The Undertaker versus AJ Styles in the Boneyard match. Um... Undertaker. <clears throat> yeah. Um, then we got Goldberg. We know Roman Reigns is not going to be in this match for sure. Um, do you think they even do a match? Well, I, I thought the rumor was Braun Strowman was the new opponent. Oh. Is that not listed? Oh, I don't know, bro. Because, I mean, you have to look that up for me, bro. Um, okay. Well, I mean, if, so let's say this. If Goldberg, regardless of who Goldberg goes against, he's winning. Uh, you think so? Because I hope not. I don't think it makes sense for that. I think we, I think we should come out with a new champion. Um... Yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now. It says uh, 
First off, you can't have Goldberg beat Braun again. This is me. That's me personally thinking. Um, you can't continue to put Braun in these type of matches and have him lose. Um, so I think you got to have Braun with this WrestleMania moment. And I think it would be good to go into the new wrestling. Because I always considered WrestleMania to be the end of the wrestling year. As far as WWE goes. So in order to go into the new wrestling year. I don't think you go into the new wrestling year. With Goldberg as the champion. I just don't think that's a good. Wrestling move. But. This is WWE we talking about. So. You could be right. You could be. On to something right there. But I'm going to go Braun Strowman. You say you on Goldberg. Alright, and then uh last match. I think we both gonna be in agreement on this. We got the WWE champion Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. No, Drew McIntyre. Yes. I think the build for this has been outside of y'all yeah, the other day, that raw, the build for this match has been Nothing short of good, if not amazing. I think they've done a good job of building this matchup. Even got me interested in seeing Brock Lesnar in the ring because you know sometimes, and look, I'm a wrestling person. I don't want to see somebody come in the ring and do nothing. But I am interested. And and I think it's that, that long road for Drew McIntyre. Hopefully they do a nice-ass little vignette for him. Before the match. And show like that road. To get to this point. That'll be dope. But anyway. That's our predictions for Wrestlemania. Um, be sure to check out 1515 app. And all the content. Be sure to rate, subscribe, review to the podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Or any other podcast platform you choose to use. Just type in 1515 app. And you'll find a podcast such as Equal Opposites, Lace Them Up, Love and Hip Hop, The Rundown, Wrestling Roundtable, and Studio Flow. And if you like fuck them other dudes because you only fuck with us dudes. Just type in Wrestling, R-A-S-S-L-I-N, Roundtable. And you'll find a uh, podcast such as GTS, RBU, and our, all our special events in or pay-per-view podcasts um be sure to click on the amazon banner go support the site um with that said it's me sterl the pearl and i think i lost them i'm gonna do it for them it's miller and we out i did it what happened uh, yeah. i wonder why you start talking you should just let me finish motherfucker if you heard me goddamn shit but we didn't hear you <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, and we out. All right.